This is the INFJ Musician That's a Libra and Stuff podcast. And today's episode is about self-doubt. And this isn't necessarily like a help me episode. Like, you know, what can I do about my self-doubt? No one really knows. Um, well, some people know they they can tell you what to do about self-doubt. What do you do about self-doubt is... Um, you just have to program your mind not to think that way. But anyway, this is not what this is about, right? This is more about self-doubt and the effects that it has on the psyche. Um, and what it can do to you and what it means and what it doesn't mean. So, you know, I've recently been having spells with self-doubt uh, about my music um, that I made in the past. And not because I don't like the music that I made in the past, but just because um, I know that the quality isn't necessarily up to the standard of what like you would hear on the radio or um, the artists that I would consider my favorite artists, like, you know what I mean? Like the Beatles or Nirvana or whatnot. Um, you know, when I, I told the story before, but when I first did hip hop, uh, you know, I always done everything myself, like I always engineered, I always uh, made the beats, I always did everything. Um, I got to the point where my hip hop songs were, you know, they sounded different than anything on the radio, but they were at least to that quality. But of course, my when I switched over to rock, it takes a little bit more depth to engineer that kind of music. And uh, I didn't necessarily have that skill yet. So but my creativity to me was more important than necessarily anything technical at that point. So I was just, I wanted to put these projects out. I had these songs in my head and if I didn't create and put it out, you know, I would have felt like, you know, a small death then. And I really did think that, you know, um, the way that I was making it, people would like it. Uh, but I quickly found when I put it out and, you know, the reception wasn't very good. Uh, you know, I could still ride around in my car, especially with the CD where the quality was its highest fidelity. And it would just, I would get it because I made it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm talking about Lonely Hearts Club, by the way. I would get it because I made it. Um, you know, sometimes you would hear stuff and you'd be like, whenever I was in the studio and I made something that I didn't like when I didn't like what I heard, um, I would, you know, go fix it. And uh, I would always come to a place where I like what I, what I could hear most. And I mean, sometimes as a creator, when you make something, it doesn't necessarily always come out the way uh, it had in your mind, especially in the earlier stages of life. When you're a younger creator, uh, sometimes it can be hard to manifest the thing that you envision exactly. And that can be discouraging, you know what I mean? Uh, especially if you don't have the financial resources to sort of um, manifest that uh, in your life at that moment. You know what I mean? Like have the proper resources to create the best image of what you desire, right? Um, so in relation to music, you know, I didn't necessarily have uh, the money or any money at all to pay for a producer, to uh, really, you know, I could have asked people what they thought, but at the same time, asking people, uh, it takes 
a person can always give an opinion, but it takes a lot more to help and to know how to help. And, you know, that's that also back then is a, is a self-doubt and a self lack of self-confidence where, you know, you're making something, you're trying something new and you don't know if people will like it. Um, you know, you like it, but you don't know if other people will like it. So maybe you're, you know, especially if you're a perfectionist or you're an INFJ or you're a Libra, a lot of times we're perfectionists and we don't want to present what we've done until it's finished. And that can be good in a way, right? Because we're, we're going to work really hard, you know, depending on your, um, your want to present that eventually, you're going to work really hard to get it together. Um, but then at the end, at the same time, because of that, you might finish a whole thing that's a very long project or something and not have had peer review the whole time. And uh, it can lead to, you know, miscommunication of the arts where people don't necessarily interpret what you thought they would um, as you do because you went so deep into your own space that you lost sight of what it looked like on the outside, if you understand what I mean. Like, um, you can build something from the inside. You know, what's a good analogy for that? Almost like, like if you're building something up, like say you're building a building up or even hanging a picture on the wall or something like that. From close, you might think you have it. You might think you have it straight, but then when you back up, you're like, oh shit, that's crooked. So if you, but if you never back up to look at it, you'll just think that's straight. Um, until of course you come in a position like later on, say when you, maybe you fixed the, the picture and then you left the room, but then later on you came back, you know, you, it was out of your mind, but you came back and you looked at it and you're like, damn, that picture is a little crooked. Um, and then you fix it. But the difference with music is that when you come back and look at things, a lot of times, since it's already out there, it's too late to fix. So you might know something's wrong, but you know, so I would say that with my music that I put out in 2015, it's that same situation now. It's like, I've known since, you know, I put it out like, um, or shortly after I put it out that the quality was unacceptable in terms of like radio play, right? But I couldn't take it back. But now, I mean, I still promote that music now um, and people still like it. You know, I get good reception sometimes and then I get bad receptions. Uh, But yeah, you couldn't take, you can't take it back. Once it's out there, you can't take it back. Um, so you have to live with that. And you got to be proud of the things that you put out there as a creator, um, specifically. Uh, even if it's not as good as what you have in mind now, you know what I mean? Uh, you just have to look at it as a reminder of something that you once did, you know, uh, that led to what you think now is better, right? So that's the thing. You have to always have to continue to get better. You can't let your past mistakes or even accomplishments uh, define who you are, who you're going to be in the future, right? Because um, it's going to be a different person, you know? Um, but, like, but my point is that you, you can use those past mistakes 
to be like, wow, you know, I was there at this point and then now I'm here. If it, it wouldn't have been, if that's the bridge to where you're at, you know, without that bridge, you would have never made it to where you're at. Um, I bring that back around to self doubt, you know, cause now I'm, you know, I'm promoting that old or content now a lot more. You know, some of the feedback you can get from people can be pretty nasty, you know, while you also get positive interactions. Um, and in my mind, uh, I know, like, I know what I've been telling you that that quality isn't there. But at the same time, I know it's good enough to that somebody will like it, right? Since I know I liked it at the at one point, you know, I liked it a lot at one point. I know that somebody out there will still like it who hears it for the first time. But that doesn't mean that later on I can't increase the odds by um, putting more, putting being able to afford the resources I was talking about earlier to make that a better product now. Um, so, so it's just affirmation that if some people can like something that someone deems bad, then, um, and you yourself can deem bad, then people will definitely like it when you can, when you deem it good and it's undeniable, right? So you just have to be able to create something that's undeniable. Um, so self-doubt can put you in a deep depression and discourage you from wanting to create it all or can make you um, bash yourself uh, outwardly or downplay yourself outwardly for fear of failure. You know what I mean? A lot of it a lot of self-doubt has to do with the fear of failing and self-doubt can make you not try um, or it can make you think that other people can define you because you define yourself in a negative light. So what you have to do is not think that way and come up with ways to use what we can call it pity as a motivational force, right? Um, it's important to take time uh, to appreciate That's sort of what I'm saying. But anyway, it's like a lot of rambling. So yeah, I just been sort of down on myself uh, recently. And I've been on my, you know, putting up a wall in a sense. But I, I think I've been starting to get more honest just because I think before I was sort of afraid of what people thought. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to be more honest in, in sharing the worst of my opinions. So like if I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been putting out a lot of shit in the past and now I'm going to be better and see how people respond to that. And be like, oh, people are like, oh, no, it's not terrible. You'd be like, oh, well, if it's not terrible, then why don't you support it, right? Just to sort of let people know that I know that it's potentially bad. I don't know if by calling something bad, though, you can yourself. I mean, obviously, I think like the you don't want to put bad energy out about yourself. And 
I think potentially that's a probability when um, you have that kind of rhetoric. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing out here. Um, my life is filled with self-doubt. Sometimes I just have so much anxiety about creation because I failed so much. You know, um, and that's where, you know, it gets, it's extreme to say, but that's sort of where the suicidal thoughts come from, that tendency that, or just knowing that I failed so much without any support. Um, we're like, it's like people don't really, and they shouldn't, they shouldn't really care, but people don't care if you live your dream unless you can do it on your own, right? They, people will help you be who they think you need to be, which is usually, you know, just some semblance of a successful person, which is what everybody wants. But it's just about how do you get there? You know, what way can you figure out? And until you prove to people that you can do it in a different way where you don't adhere to just normal common values and um, not even just values in terms of beliefs, but in terms of practice where it's like, okay, well, let me get a job or let me care about this. Let me care about that because it it's the archetype of what a human's supposed to feel and think. Um, you can pick your own path. You know what I mean? And with that, picking your own path, and I don't know if that's specific to these INFJ types or these uh, Libras or musicians or whatever subcategory you want to put your ego in. Um, but when you choose a different direction, you know, than most people would. And I think we're predisposed to that. Um, but if you choose di different direction than most people would, then you're going to be, there's going to be self-doubt. You know what I mean? Because I don't know, sex, success can be fleeting, man. Um, on TV, it looks like everybody's just built to succeed, but a lot of people don't try to succeed outside of what's normal. I mean, a lot of people can gather joy, fulfillment, and happiness from, I wouldn't say smaller things, but different things, um, more traditional things. You know what I mean? That is a blessing in itself. But, I mean, because what, what kind of life you pick when you, when you talk about dreams the more unrealistic your dreams are, the more self-doubt there will be, will be. And that's why, you know, recently I've reflected just because I've made financial decisions, uh, mistakes um, that, that had a big burden on me um, that mentally, if I would have picked a more stable type of life, I'd probably be a lot more responsible and a lot more. Um, but then at the same time, I don't know what I would have done with all the, my will to create, like, how would that have manifested? It would have been wasted. You know, I'm already so suicidal now. Um, 
would have wasted what I feel like I was wasting away. And that's the thing. I don't even know is it nature or nurture? Like, is the kind of person I am predisposed to not to feel so not at ease when I have to give my life to um, just a nine to five. Like my soul just feels so unat ease in my current life. And I don't know, it's like sometimes, like, I don't know if that's because I'm entitled. I don't know if that's because, I don't know. I just don't know what, I don't know why I don't feel like I can just do something normal. You know what I mean? Cause I do, I can, and I'd have, and I've done for several years, you know? You know, for the past five years, I've lived a very, just like make money life, you know, like just pay your bills life and just, I don't know. And they like, you know, I have this degree and it's like, okay, you can get a job. You can make a hundred K. And when I, when I finally got a job that paid like, you know, I probably would have been making 40 to 50 or something like that. Not a, not a lot at all, but I know my first couple of days just in the office, I was like, damn, my life is over. I almost felt like, like my soul was dying. And I, and I don't know what that feeling means. Is that selfishness? Is the fact that I wanna make money doing art, is that selfish? Or is it, because I don't know any other way. That I could keep going for years and years and years. You know what I mean? And, and be whole enough or proud of myself enough to start a family or, you know, find somebody I love. You know, I think that, I don't know. And then that other path that probably would have led to that quicker. Then I just don't know. It's like, you can't debate what path it is. I don't know why I've been so down, but then I do, I do know why, because I make decisions that I don't regret, but I make decisions out of desperation sometimes because my financial situation has been so bad um, for my whole adult life. It's like I can't find a way, but I know I will eventually. I, I mean, I have to, I don't have any other choice, right? So much inspiration out here. So many people do, you know, cool things and make money, make a living um, without having to compromise their soul. I feel like I'm fortunate to have come up in this time, right? Because at any second, there's always an opportunity that something I did out of love can go viral.
and then people will know me as a person who does things that I like to do. But yeah, man, never let self-doubt stop you. Never let it take away your ability to provide uh, an alternate reality for someone else. If you're a creative, if you're not a creative, whatever it is that you do, just know that you're impacting someone else's life. Even if it's just <clears throat> your route to work when you're walking down the street. Um, and you smile at somebody or you say thank you and really mean it. Just know that everything you do, people might not know or acknowledge it, but it has the potential to impact someone. Someone out there needs that. So knowing that you should do those things more because even though the first 99 people won't appreciate it, that one person that does might have really needed that. And that is why you can't let self-doubt define you. Thank you for listening to this uh, ramble on about self-doubt and my life and just a lesson that maybe you can learn. Or I can learn. Really, it's more about me learning something. Yeah, because, you know, I, there's so much I need to know. Thank you. Bye-bye.